0: Three weeks, nine days, Shvu'ah Shechalbo, and so on. So, yesterday we had uh, two different opinions brought down in the Ruch as to whether or not there is a Shvu'ah Shechalbo, the week that Tisha B'Av falls out. I know that sounds strange. In a year where Tisha B'Av either falls out on Shabbos or it falls out on Sunday. Uh, so, we know that the intensity sort of ramps up, not as much for the Ashkenazim uh, as we uh, have most of our Nihuge'a uh, avelut. Morning practices mainly take place during uh, the nine days already from the three weeks, but the Spartim don't really have anything until the Shavuah Shechalbo, until the week that the Shabbat falls out. So what do we do in a year where there is no week that the Shabbat falls out? Because when it falls out on Shabbos, we push it over to Sunday, which is already the next week. And when it falls out on Sunday, it's already in the next week. So what do we do? We saw two different opinions within the Shechan Aruch. One opinion said, there are no nihugei aveilut for the Spartim. They don't do anything. They don't have a Shavuah Shechalbo. They just sort of like... Enter into a uh, Teshavav. And the other opinion said that, no, we'll treat the whole week before as though it is Shavuot Shachalbo. All those different morning practices will be in play. He said, maybe we could be lenient on Thursday and Friday, lekavod Shabbos. Okay, those were the two different opinions. Now, we've discussed in the past, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, why is it uh, that, well... The, the Gemara Masechet Ta'anit on Daf Chavtet tells us that the Beit Midash was actually set on fire uh, late in the day on Tisha B'Av, on the 9th, and it burned until the 10th. And that's why we still have some morning practices that go into the 10th. Rabbi Yochanan, in that Gemara there, says, had I been around when they were establishing the fast day of Tisha B'Av, I would have established it on the 10th and not on the 9th. So, a lot of the Rishonim start to ask, and the Rush starts to ask this question, how do we look at a Tisha B'Av, which falls out on Shabbos and then is pushed over to Sunday? Because really, there's two ways to look at it. We could either say that... Look, it's supposed to be on Shabbos, but we can't do it, so we push it off until Sunday. Sunday is what we call a Tashlimin; it's a makeup for the fast that was supposed to take place on uh, Shabbos. The other way to look at it is we could say, hey, the Svara, the uh, logical argument of Rabbi Yochanan is pretty good, right? We could have just as easily put B'av on the 10th. So maybe in a year when the 9th falls out on Shabbos and we push it over to the 10th, we say, you know what, this year we're not commemorating the 9th of Av, that's just going to be a regular day, it'll be Shavu Shachaba or 9 days, whatever you want to call it, and we'll only have the fast days on the 10th. Now, that's a very uh, interesting way, two different ways to look at it. Does it make any practical consequence? Well, the Rashba says, yeah, maybe it does. Because he says, for example, let's say, We know that one of the things that are forbidden on Tisha B'Av is Tashmashamitah, is marital intimacy. So he says, well, what happens on the Shabbos uh, that Tisha B'Av falls out? Do we say that marital intimacy is still forbidden, uh, or do we say that no, it should be permissible? Because again, we're pushing off the fast until Sunday. So how do we look at Tisha B'Av, and how do we look at the 10th? Uh, so if you're going to say that Tisha B'Av is uh, really on the 9th, and then we have a makeup day because we couldn't do a lot of those things, so maybe we would argue, well, still, any Dvarim Shabbatina, any, you know, personal, private signs of mourning should still apply. And you should go ahead on Shabbos and have all those different Ave lut and we would tell you that uh, you know, tash-mishamita, unfortunately, is not allowed because it still has elements of Tisha B'Av. But if we say we literally uproot it and we put it onto the 10th, so then perhaps Tashman Shamita should be uh, permissible on the 9th because it's Shabbos, we've pushed everything off, right? And now we're only having it on the 10th. So that would be an interesting practical consequence. Another practical consequence, the reason why I bring this, is how do we look at Shavua Shachalbo when Tisha B'Av falls out on the 9th? So if you're going to tell me that really it is on the 9th, just for whatever reason, we have to have a Tashlamin on Sunday, so then the whole week prior should be Shavua Shechalbo. It is the week that Tisha B'Av falls out. But if you're going to tell me, no, we've literally lifted it up and we have put it on the 10th, and there's good reason to have it only on the 10th, and not on the 9th, so then we could say, maybe there is no So that perhaps are the two different opinions that we find in the Shechan Aruch. God willing, this evening, maybe we'll talk about a few other practical consequences, because, you know, I just love those nafkaminas. Uh, so it seems like there's actually a stira in the Shechan Aruch, and uh, we'll come back. But I, uh, specifically regarding the Shavua Shechalbo, it seems like uh, the most Sephardim are, are lenient, but m- most people do not, uh, you know, take advantage of that, so to speak. That's, that's what it seems like, anecdotally at least. All right. Rabbi Ben